Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Bears on Tap, a podcast about the Chicago Bears presented to you by ONTAP Sportsnet. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at BDON300. And today I'm joined by my co-host, Joey Ricotta at The Riot 326. And I'm also joined by Quentin at Butkiss Stats, one of our writers and one of our uh, betting contributors as well. Uh, I guess before we get started, let's just get to, let's get the listeners to know who Quentin is. So, Quentin, uh, if you could just give a little background on yourself before we get rolling. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I write for ONTAP Sportsnet, mostly about the Bears and general NFL. Um, I'm a giant, giant fucking nerd. I love numbers. <laughs> um, if you've ever seen a chart about the Bears on Twitter, I probably either liked it try to steal something from it or made it. Um, and yeah, that's, that's really it. I'm a accountant by trade or by education. I work in banking and I just sit in front of computers and make spreadsheets all day. Num- numbers turn my brain into a pretzel. Joey, how are you today, <laughs> my friend? I'm doing good. I'm probably right there with you. I, uh, yes. do my- my own set of numbers, but not quite like what Quentin does. <laughs> that's, yeah. uh, that's like above and beyond my pay grade. But uh, holy shit, I am good, man, and I'm feeling like we're on a little mini roll here. So we'll get into that. But it's winning yeah. streak season, bro. We we got a chance to go on a winning streak. You got a chance to win two in a row, and uh, and an inferior opponent. You said Quentin is the best. <laughs> Got to get our our alop alop comments in to start the stream, but get the alop suck fest out of the way. Yeah, early. the alop suck fest, real quick. <laughs> but as we kind of alluded to on on the episode earlier in the week, this is an opponent that's actually in our favor. We've had a very tough schedule this year. We've played a lot of playoff teams. We've played a lot of quality teams, and this is a team that, on paper and by the numbers, we match up and are truly better than uh, whatever we lack on the field. Uh, it probably is in coaching, I guess you would say. But two more games, weather the storm, and then we're into the offseason to look for our new head coach. But if you look at this game for what it is, I mean, for for them, it's 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 an important game for draft position, correct? Because they have our draft pick, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they got how- our pick. And last I saw, they were back-to-back. That might have changed last week with the Bears winning. But it was like five and six. It was right there, both Giants. I'm putting, like, voodoo and a curse on that pick. So he's just, like, hope that that guy is a bust because you already know, like, with the cesspool, with the cesspool that Bears Twitter and just the Bears fandom is, like, if that dude ends up being a stud and Justin Fields even has, like, a hiccup on his way to stardom, people are going to never let, you know, us hear the end of that. But as far as, as, far as this week goes – Matchup wise, where do you guys think like right out the gates like we're going to succeed and have you know the upper hand in this week's matchup? Man, it's I think it's it's hard to pick a spot. The, the Giants are just not good. They're not good in many places. The D line is about the only spot where I think they're pretty dang good. But aside from that, it's hard to see them doing much. I mean, our, not, I think our defense a, should absolutely You're not a Mike Glennon guy? No. guy, Quinn? <laughs> no, not since uh, 2017. I, reti- I retired that name back then. <laughs> um, I, think, I think the Bears defense is just going to dominate this game. 
and that's more of a uh, sentiment to the Giants offense than the Bears defense, I think. We're going to get a lot of Roquan Saquon uh, meeting in the, in the middle. That's going to be fun to watch. But, yeah, like between Jake Fromm and, and Mike Glennon, because you know at one point whoever starts is going to get benched because they're just they're just not going to have it on Sunday. And yeah. uh, you'll Didn't see, he, like, they hey, both played last week. They both are going to play this week, he said. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. Yeah, I so – and – and before we started the stream, you guys brought up a very, a very intriguing and, and good point. Uh, Justin Fields, who was a limited participant today in practice, if he does get to play and it's Jake from you guys all remember who was the starting quarterback at Georgia that ultimately led for Justin Fields to transfer Jake from. And I mean, Jake Fromm has had, has had bad shit happen on the field. He's had bad shit happen off the field and everything damn near in between. He is not a good football player. Uh, he's honestly just filling a roster spot. Like, I, I highly doubt he'll be a New York Giant next year. No. Yeah. Um, I remember the first time that, like, I heard of Jake Fromm at, at Georgia. He's like this highly recruited quarterback. You know, I was like, okay, this guy's got to be pretty good, right? And watching it, watching a Georgia game, just being like, okay, maybe he just had a bad game, or maybe he's not, you know, it'll come out later on. And it was just like all season, it kept going. And I was waiting and waiting to see why this guy was considered a highly recruited guy or why he was highly recruited. And it was just like, it never showed up on the film to me. Um, and I don't think that's something that gets better in the NFL. The NFL yeah. I, uh, I was going to say, I've never seen Jake from Aaron Murray and Stetson Bennett in the same spot at the same time because they're all the exact same <laughs> quarterback. If you just turn the film on, they are the exact same quarterback, like almost down to a tee. When I don't know who Georgia will be starting t- tomorrow uh, in the national championship, but since I'm going to be betting on Michigan and former Chicago Bear Jim Harbaugh, I would hope that it's Stetson Bennett because that kid is a sack of shit, just like Jake Fromm. But we are not going to talk about the college kids today. We're going to talk about how, I mean, this is an opportunity to have like one of those fun games. We haven't had like a like a blowout game all year. Like uh, to reference, I would say like the Bucks game when Mitch had like six touchdowns. Yeah. Like we haven't had one of those games, and this is one of those games that we could, yeah. if we do our job and do the things that we're supposed to do should win convincingly and, and could probably have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. So earlier this year, like the Cincinnati game felt like it was going that way early on in the season. And then it like, and then they let him back in. Yeah. But like, that's kind of what we're, what I'm looking for in this game is just it's like a nice chill third Sunday. quarter from that Cincinnati game for four yeah. quarters. We just don't do that. Like the bears just never, under Matt Nagy, it's like no matter what, it's always even if it's a game that you're supposed to win, you feel good about them winning. During the game, you don't feel good about them winning. It's just like, yeah. and you might you might feel like uh, we got this game in the bag, but it's only like a ten point game at, at one point. Like it's never going to be. I don't even see them blowing out the Giants. Like even even in this with Mike Lennon and Jake from from State Farm or whatever, like. It's just I just don't see it, even though because they just don't do that. So, I, if Fields plays, maybe. But like if it's Foles, if it's 
Dalton. I don't see them pulling out of it because Nagy's going to continue to bang. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Don't say anything mean about Nick Foles. Um, no. I yeah. Know, I don't know if you checked the Twitter page this week, but don't say anything mean about Nick Foles. We're not allowed to anymore, apparently. Yeah, he's, apparently. he's the GOAT now after one win. Um, he played great, though, down the stretch. Like that, you know, he did fumble, but we'll forget about that because – our line, our line is a totally different story and something that hopefully will be addressed in the offseason. But for this game, like, I think, you know how, like, at the beginning of the season, uh, Ryan Pace was talking about how we're going to put everything on the table? Dude, run trick plays. Run the, run the backyard BS. Run the Demir Berg, you know, jet pass or the jet sweeps, all that. Like, I want to see – I want to see the Matt Nagy firework offense that we were promised. Give us the fucking full Waffle House menu this week. I don't care. Like, I want to see, like, 40 points. I want to see a – like, honestly, I'm, I'm going to say it. Like, I want to see, like, a defensive t- like touchdown. That That's not too far out of the realm of possibilities for this week uh, with Jake Fromm and Mike Lennon. And then, too, it's like you're going you're gonna to obviously have to deal with Saquon Barkley, and they have – they don't have like a number one receiver, but they have like a, a lot of good like one Bs, like Sterling Shepherds of the world, the Darius Slaytons, and then yeah, like they have good playmakers, but their team as a whole, like like you said, Quinn, is just not good. And yeah. I think the line is like six points. There's no reason why the Bears can't win this game by like fourteen. Yeah, you know who? Just thinking through as you're you're talking about it. They remind me a lot of um, the Bills and Josh Allen's rookie year where, like, their defense is stout, their offense is terrible, they don't have a quarterback because Josh Allen kept getting hurt that year. And it's just like – not that I expect this game to be the 40 to 10, whatever that game was against against those 2018 Bills, but, like, as far as – their team goes, I feel like they're in a very similar kind of structure and position that as that team was. They just got to hope Danny Dimes can become Josh Allen. <laughs> I think, honestly, I'm wondering how much longer they're going to stick with Danny Dimes, even though yeah. I don't think it's all his fault, obviously. I mean, they have line issues. They have many different issues. So they can't keep receivers healthy, it seems like. Uh, you know, when you when you have that issue and you're not getting much push as far as the line goes, the running game, and then Saquon Barkley, he's been dealing with injuries over the years too. So, I mean, the offense as a whole has had its issues. So it's not all Danny Dimes, but we've seen him not really play up to his level. And I'm wondering, like, how long until they just pull the plug and say, yeah, we're just going to go after the next quarterback? Is it this year? Is it this draft with the Bears having the extra pick? I mean – Maybe. I don't know. This would be the draft for them to do it. And just to clarify, I don't think Danny Dimes is Josh Allen. He doesn't look nearly as good in shorts, and he doesn't have his own website. So those two things. Danny Dimes, uh, when it comes contract time, his agent's going to be like, look at his record against the spread. Just an immediate fat contract. Like, don't don't look at the actual win loss. Look at the record against the spread because he played for the shitbox Giants. And uh I think too, it's like it's really hard to you well, we it shouldn't be hard to explain this to you guys because we're all Bears fans, but it's really hard to gauge what you have in a young quarterback when you don't have the pieces around him. 
You know, yeah. a lot, very rarely will you be able to have like a pick and plug guy that's a rookie, that's a quarterback that can come in with, you know, not the best, you know, not the cream of the crop at every position, you know, average receivers and average tight end and maybe like a good running back because that's kind of what we are average in the skill positions and, and good at the running back position. And I think we've seen a lot of, a lot of good things from, uh, the Demir Birds from the Marquise Goodwins from the Darnell Moonies, but in order for this for this offense to take that next step and be, you know, what we want them to be with Justin Fields, I want to see them throw money at a receiver that's not under the representation of Brandon Parker, who is a jag off. And yeah, that's my Allen Robinson minute. <laughs> and like two last two games with a Rob. If he's not giving us, if he's not giving us everything, just take him out. Like, don't don't even waste your time, bro. Thank you for your service. Like, there's no hard feelings. One of the best Bears receivers. It, you know, if he didn't leave in the manner that he did, could be one of like everyone's favorite receivers. I guess you would say all time. But it is a business at the end of the day, and and the money that he's asking for is not where he is in comparison to the the other players that are making that money, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah I mean, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Quinn. Um, something just went – it must have gone wrong. Like, this could not have been how either side envisioned this happening. Mm-mm. And it's just like someday we'll find out what all went down with it. But you don't, you don't tag a guy like that if you don't expect to sign him. Yeah. You know? I mean – that it just it didn't it didn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Um, I, I'm not I'm not here to say who's on the wrong side of it, but it's yeah. clear that something changed within the intentions on one side or another at some point halfway into it all. Yeah, and I think too like Allen Robinson is a good receiver, but the way the the NFL is trending in the the way our offense is trending, especially like, well, we don't know where it's going to trend after this year, but they want those like smaller shiftier receivers. But at the end of the day, I still think you always need to have that, like, you know, that possession guy, that guy can, who can go up and get to 50, 50. So we'll see uh, which way they go in the off season. But this week, like you said, Quentin, the, Defensive line, probably the strong suit. If I had to go with another unit, is their secondary. They have a pretty yeah. good, they have pretty good corners and safeties, and uh, they are just like uh, I guess you would say like a gritty bunch. Like whenever I'm like watching red zone or like because I I I'll be the first to admit I'm not sitting here on Sundays as much of a degenerate as I am like tuning into the New York Giants game. Nine times out of ten. Like they're going into the half within a possession, usually like in a game that there are zero touchdowns in. Like it's like nine six or like six three or like three nothing. They put together like strong performances defensively in the first half. But I don't know if we talked about it when we started the stream or or before. They don't play good enough complementary football to where their defense can sustain that type of pressure and that type of quality for four quarters. So I think as the game goes on, we'll be able to pull away. But this could be, you know, with the way our offense is in the first half, 
this could be a very, very ugly game to watch on Sunday. Yeah, three to two. Yeah, knock on wood. Three two. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That could happen. Yeah, I mean, and Alap was mentioning the uh, the weather too as a potential. I mean, th- this really could be ugly. I don't know. I mean. He was saying there might be weather this Sunday supposed to be windy with residual lake effect snow and from this uh, snowstorm on Saturday. So, Just yeah, we could be in for a blast. And I'm I'm gonna love every second of it if Mike Glennon or Jake Fromm are gonna be fumbling it up or throwing picks to maybe Thomas Graham gets like a pick six this week. I mean, yeah, has Jake Fromm ever played in snow? I don't know. Not I'm not, sure, not I'm, sure he's, sure. I'm sure he's hunted in it. Yeah, he's hunted in it. <laughs> fucking bastard, dude. But yeah, this is going to be a slop fest. I think. Uh, I mean, the Bears could obviously have some real success on offense. Yeah. We'll just see, like, yeah, like you mentioned about a Rob. I don't want to see somebody out there that doesn't give a shit right now. Yeah, like, yeah, because this guys- is good. This is good time to evaluate the guys that haven't been playing those marquee minutes all year long. There's no reason Daz Newsom shouldn't be getting as many snaps as he can this game. Exactly. Like, yeah. Tom not is, not even Tom not even because I think he's a second coming or great, but just you need to know what you got for next year. Yeah. You need like, to evaluate and assess it. As much as as much as I love Monty too, we don't need to feed Monty 25, 30 times. Give some of those carries to Herbert. Uh if Fields isn't hundred and ten percent like it's fine. Yeah. We'll be yeah, fine because I mean, the last thing you need is is a big injury in this game when yeah, we're not that. we're not playing for anything and the off season is ten days away. Yeah, bingo. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, why why pound the rock with Monty? I've always been an advocate of giving him the ball more and more, uh, more than they have at least like throughout Nagy's entire tenure, but. And even this season. But, I mean, like, this point of the season, what's the point? Like, you just don't want him to get hurt. He, a lot of these guys, I mean, I want to see what, you know, he brought up a good player there with Daz Newsome. I want to see what, you know, maybe you bring back Demir Bird on a, a short contract because you can't afford many of these guys. I mean, I don't know. There's opportunity there. Jesper Horstead, like, I'd like to see him yeah. get into Is Jonita Fetty going to be starting again? Because that's just, know. like, that, that's about as bad as it gets <laughs> to not have bore him out. Like, I mean, it just – gets in a one-year deal. He's not he good. Get Borum out there. He has to play. no sense. Borum has to play. I don't – I didn't get that last week. I didn't get Thomas Graham not starting. Yeah. I mean, you know, he played a lot. Graham played a lot. Yeah. Borum, there's I mean, no reason that Fetty – if Fetty has played, what, like two games this entire season? The, the, this guy – Yeah. Come on, well, we don't need to see any more from a Fetty. And we, we saw just, him last. Yeah. We get to Sunday and Nagy just runs out of the tunnel. Just like, fuck it. I'm playing today. I would like Nagy to suit up as an <laughs> offensive lineman just to get crushed once. Yeah, just to see what he puts quarterbacks through. I mean, if you look at our quarterbacks throughout the time that Matt Nagy has been our head coach, he gets them obliterated. He has had more hurt quarterbacks than I can count on one hand. Like, yeah. Mitch has gotten hurt several times. Nick Foles just gets smoked. Andy Dalton is getting smoked. Like Fields just get in in the preseason getting fucking hosed. Dude. I was at that game. That was not great. But yeah, 
I think uh I think with with that being said, like get off to a quick start. Get some early points. I don't want to see them like stuck in the mud like they always are trying to you know trying to get zero to sixty and they they can only get to like thirty or forty because this is not a game that like I want to be like you said sitting there in the th- I want to be sitting there in the third quarter like damn bro what what did we just watch that first half like that was kind of like how with with the exception of how the defense played kind of like how we were feeling at the half of the Green Bay game like we saw great th- we saw great things on offense I want to see like the young guys like you said like the Daz Newsoms the Thomas Grahams like all those guys making those type of plays that will catapult us to a win because there's a lot of people on this team that are on the older side that are not going to be playing for the Chicago bears next year. And it, you know, it is what it is. We're getting the last few games of uh, Keem Hicks. Um, yeah. I mean, that one's probably the the one that's going to hurt the most, but this, you, I don't know if you heard last week, we said it last week on the show, this time right now for the Chicago bears is the most pivotal time I think in the franchise's history to just fucking get it right, man, to just get it right. You know, the possibility of a new stadium where you could host, you know, Super Bowls and March Madness and, and they're trying to build like these mega facilities like casinos and hotels, huge for revenue, huge just for the attraction. You know what I'm saying? Like good for the area, but the business side and the football side needs to like it's the oldest franchise in the NFL and we're still sitting here and I don't think any of us in any of our lives unless you're somehow magically like 80 years old Quentin have seen a good a good quarterback and a quality front office and maybe like both at the same time you know what I'm saying like it just it's it is what it is we have what we perceive as the quarterback and we have some of the biggest decisions coming on, uh, I think, what does they call it? Like Black Monday, the day after now week 18. Yep. Our record is not so, going As a Bears fan, either. as a Bears fan, I thought Kyle Orton was a good quarterback. I mean, if drinking beer. <laughs> That's all we've out, seen. If, if, drinking we've beer, seen. if drinking beer and hanging out with baddies was, was the model, <laughs> yeah, that's. Bro, Kyle Orton was the shit. You can never tell me otherwise. <laughs> I, that beard was wonderful. Bro, his, his jeans too, bro. He used to just wear the coolest <laughs> jeans. Me and him would but, have went to this local bar over here, Fatty McGee's, <laughs> and just hung out all night and drank. Just pounded Jack all night. Jack, push light. Like, yeah. we would have just had a great time. <laughs> he was the people's quarterback. But but to your point, B Don, like, the Bears have a hell of a financial opportunity staring them in the face with the combination of. Lucking into Justin Fields, new stadium, probably looking at like 2023, combining those two and saying, we need to be competing for a Super Bowl in 2023, because that is something that can drive life changing money, even for the McCaskies, you know, the McCaskies, they're not cash rich, they're, they're wealthy, they're not cash rich, they're not sitting on piles and piles of cash, and this is some that is something that can make them very cash rich in one year. Yeah. The combination of that stadium and competing for a Super Bowl. And if they're smart, that is all they care about going into this offseason. Getting the higher right to make that happen. Yeah, because if you you know, 
I don't know what they say the clock is to to reset a franchise on like a bad hire, but it we already lost the window. The Mitch window has been sealed shut. Yeah, you know we're 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 I don't dare I say we're going to lose Khalil Mack in the off season, but we have three or less seasons left with Khalil Mack. You know what I'm saying? Probably like yeah. one or two, if I'm being quite honest. And then they just always. Always, always shortchange people. I'm worried about the Roquan Smith situation. Um, they let Kyle Fuller walk. You know, they have to obviously get new bodies in, but no fucking draft picks. And the guys that we're playing this week have one of our draft picks. And in exchange for what we would hope is the quarterback of the future, but I just gotta I just gotta think like for a couple different reasons that have nothing to do with numbers, have nothing to do with anything other than Matt Nagy. I want to see him have a little bit of fun because in about two weeks, his life is Why do you not, have to say that? Why, why is it the fun? Because <laughs> I want to see him have a little bit of fun, man. He's going to be in the unemployment line getting the, the Pritzker bucks that, you know, the little unemployment checks. But Can he have fun in the second half, though, too? That's all we, I – We need him to have fun <laughs> for all four quarters because if Matt Nagy's having fun, then we're definitely having fun. And uh, I think, like, I want to see some some statistical greatness and, and just, like, some big plays. Like, I don't want to see us squeeze out, like, a fucking Cairo Santos, like, 47-yarder to win this game. We have nothing to lose – Put your meat on the table. Yeah, Nagy had his fun in the first half of the Packers game. No, we want to see, we want to see a goddamn good football game because we haven't really seen. Can you guys name one game this year that you thought was good? First half of the Packers, man. First half Vegas. Of the Packers game, yeah. It wasn't it. It wasn't good offense, but it was a good game against Vegas. Yeah, and that was just like they were they were doomed. They were doomed. They went into that week. Yeah. There's all, all the John Gruden stuff going on. Yeah, I want to see some like yeah. ten, I want to see some Tennessee Purdue level shit minus like <laughs> the whole like being tied at the end of the game and like going to overtime. Like, I just want to see fun, yeah. bro. Yeah, put up put up a good like forty burger in the NFL. If you could put up a forty burger in the NFL, I mean, look all at. Right. I want to look and see what our totals are for this whole year, and I want to say if they don't if they don't score more than that in this game, it's a failure. Yeah. Meat on the table week. It's meat on the table week. I was I was just thinking as you as y'all were saying the weather's going to be rough. I was like, man, I might take that under. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because look at these two offenses. And I was looking at the the total. 30, what was that? 31, it's thirty seven, and we're going to get thirty one from the Bears. And here's what I'm, I'm thinking: even if we get twenty four, <laughs> no, don't say that because it's not happening. <laughs> Even if we get thirty, even if we get now, nah, see, I'm going to say thirty-one again, or whatever you're saying. But yeah. even if we get twenty-four and the the Giants get thirteen, I think it might be over. Like, like look at last week; everyone thought it was going to be under with Seattle with the snow, and it, that game went over. So, see, yeah. but that's like that's like when you bet over an Army Navy, and you're just like, bet we got seventeen points in nine minutes. This thing's gonna <laughs> bet the alt over, bet everything, put the house on it, and then it's just like no. That's a direct fucking dagger to my heart, B Don. Stop yeah. talking like that. <laughs> Army Navy game, no more. I hear you, but uh all right, so now that we have you on the show and uh we haven't had you on before, 
what's like the betting angle for this game or we've had like, Quentin on. Why are you saying that? We've had Quentin on once or twice. Like yeah. I, I, it's not yeah. as consistent as it could be, but what would you say like the betting angle, a non-biased because if you ask me, like I'm just going to say pound the bears every week. And I actually got myself back even and up a little bit with the parlay last week that I hit, but other than yeah. that, it's just me donating to Bet Rivers their profit boost, uh, pounding the money line every week. <laughs> um, so it's I was actually thinking about this before the show. It Matt Nagy beats up on bad teams. Home favorite Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy covers well. Covers I think a little better than league average even as a home favorite. Um, it, he just. He, as home favorites, the Bears have done well under him. And sure, they're only favorites to teams like the Lions and the Giants, but this is the Giants. Um, this is one of those teams. So, I mean, I like I like the Bears to cover here. I didn't actually bet it myself. I might take a game day. Yeah. I, I'll, I mean, if I'm being honest, I will take a game day because I always talk myself into it somehow. But yeah. – um, that would be the main betting angle I'm looking at is just taking Bears to cover because that's what yeah, they Joey's, do well under Joey's, historically. Joey's always trying to parlay the the over under with David Montgomery's rushing yards and Nick Foles' dong yards, and it's just like, bro, just bet the fucking spread and relax, <laughs> dude. So, Montgomery's receiving yards are legit. You're 97 leg same game parlay, Joey. Go <laughs> Money in the bank. <laughs> but honestly, though, I could see uh, – I'm taking them to cover the spread this week too. I'm, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 the Glenn dog factor, the Glenn in effect. It's being at home. It's Jake Farm, Jake Fromm from – Fading, fading Mike Glennon is a profitable business. It doesn't last yeah. long because he doesn't stick around long, but fading Mike Glennon is a very good thing to do. Yeah, and like, and look at. I think we're going to get a ton of pressure on him or whoever is that quarterback. But by the end of the game, they were last week. Fromm was under pressure on like fifty percent of his dropbacks. I think against the Eagles. That's and the Eagles are like, not even a good pass like defense. Six, six of seventeen, bro. He's yeah. Terrible. That's disgusting. He had a pick, a fumble, a batted pass, and two sacks <laughs> on his like seventeen dropbacks. Just awful. And another yeah. turnover-worthy play. So another drop pick, I bet it was. Yeah. Just remember, everybody listening, Georgia picked him over Justin Fields. Um, Dude, but also, that's, a, that's a Georgia problem. They always pick well, and Technically, so at the Giants. <laughs> yeah, true. That, that's true. <laughs> that's if you want to think about it that way. <laughs> they traded down. They didn't want to take him. So, yeah. So, well, we can, just, we can just not draft him, trade down, sign Jake Fromm, and then we'll go from there. Sounds hey, like a plan. 3D chess. And that's why, that's, that's why they're the guy hitting New York Giants. But. Hold on. I want to show this real fast. So, Alap is saying about Robert Quinn, and I totally agree with him here. Uh, Alap was saying Robert Quinn game, finally get the Bears single season sack record. I think he's going to have just – he's. He, I'm taking – if we're taking one little prop bet in this game, what were we talking about last week? I'm going to look it up right Over now. Over half a sack, Robert Quinn. It's probably going to be near plus money. It might be a little bit. Yeah, money, yeah. But if you can push it up to one and a half, I'd take it. Also, boys, Over Wisconsin, one and a half? Wisconsin, yeah, is, not a, Wisconsin yeah. is not a state. 
What's what's the score? Don't talk to me like that. It's twenty to thirteen, and ASU has the ball. ASU's winning. No, no, no. Wisconsin is still winning, but okay. but again, not a state. They should succeed. Yeah, well, they're gonna win this game, so I don't, and they're gonna cover the spread, and we're not. We'll be all right. But all right. I'm looking up Robert next. Quinn. I'm looking up Robert Quinn prop markets right now. Hold on. It, it might not be up yet because they usually like don't post the defensive props till later. But I would. So I mean, if if this game goes how I think it will, there's gonna be like three plus sacks. Yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of passing late, and Robert Quinn's gonna get multiple. I think. Yes. If there's a, if there's this a giant so line is like Nate, Nate, Nate Solder's older. He's slower. He's he's not going to be able to stop Quinn. Yeah. No, I think that and and Joey, you usually as much as I I just make fun of you for like the ninety seven like same game parlay. If you can find the the this seventy six legs in that ninety seven legs that are good and bet those solo, they're usually around even money and you can make good money off those and. Yeah. So we usually will just drop those right before kickoff. And then, Clint, I know you plug your picks uh, almost daily with uh, with stats, too, because uh, Tally Site always gives us the opportunity to uh, track them, uh, whether I'm going 6-0 and in a week or 1-9, and you know, the beat-on experience, because that's just that's who I am. But I also – I think uh, I think I'm going to take the Bears. I like their team total, too. Their team total is 21 and a half. And like if we're if we're saying they're probably going to get twenty four points, barring they have the first half that could end up happening, like the we we end up at halftime and it's like six three and we're like yeah that's probably not going to happen. I do think that this is an empty the clip game, an empty the bucket game. This is a game where we'll see them be more aggressive. Uh, they're going to be going for it on fourth fourth downs and stuff. Like it's not going to be a tuck your sack back and 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 not go for it and fart all over your balls. Like, it's not going to be that type of game. Matt Nagy, uh, in the same in the same breath that we look at, like, when Andy Dalton or Nick Foles plays, these are audition games for him. Um, he still wants to win. The players still want to win. They still have a lot of pride. Uh, and although it doesn't affect – it doesn't affect our uh, – well, except for Allen Robinson, I, I will say. But <laughs> 60% of this roster is about to be free agents. Yeah. So, if you think – Wild. Uh, if you think other than Allen Robinson, people aren't going to be trying. <laughs> Dude, he's going to find this video and just motherfuck me to next week because he finds everything online. <laughs> he he yeah. hunts for stuff. He finds he hunts, he hunts people down. Yeah, he hunts people down. Let's but, put them in the description. One thing, too, that I want to see this weekend that we haven't seen uh, maybe since at some point last year, but, like, can we get some quality snaps from Kendall Vildor? Like, can you just play some good football? Can we see something this Sunday? So, last I, – I didn't catch where he was lining up last Sunday. I want to see what the kid can do in the slot. Straight slot, nothing else. Yeah. He's, yeah. He fits the, mo- the prototype for a slot corner – he was drafted seeming like he w- should be a slot corner, and they haven't put him at slot corner. They just threw him out to the wolves on the outside, said, good luck, kid. Yeah. And then he failed, and they said, okay, go to the bench. We're done with you. Like, put him in the slot. You need someone there. You need someone there next year. You need to figure out if he can do it because he's under contract. He's on a rookie contract. He's going to be here. 
Just put him in the slot. Dude, I'm 100% with you, and I'm glad that you just said that because we've been talking about it a lot on the show at different points, different episodes. There's no reason why he's not playing in the slot yeah. if you're going to play him at all, and he shouldn't be starting over Thomas Graham on the outside. Like, Just let Thomas Graham be out there, and let's see what he has out there, and Kendall Vidor in the slot in, in the nickel. I don't understand why they are so against doing that or just letting it ride. Like, we have nothing to lose. doesn't matter even if we lose this game as much yeah. as we don't want to. But just let him see what he can do out there. Like you said, he profiled better. I thought he had a chance to potentially even be an outside cornerback coming out of yeah. college. But, but that was because of, you know, just what he showed on tape. I thought maybe he was he was a little bit sticky, but – He's just much better. He's he's proven that he can't play uh, on the outside to this point. Yeah, it's just so his his size is just too much of an issue there. Like yeah. against the Steelers, it was like he was giving up at least six inches to Claypool. It was yeah. like he, he, he needs, just he needs to be he doesn't a, have the hops. For he it. needs to be in those tight congested areas yeah. where he can be physical and he can use his hands. And, and where he knows he always has help over the top. I mean, yeah. when you're pl- running as much quarters as the Bears do. Your corners are on an island. Uh, when you're running as much quarters as the Bears do, your corners are on an island, essentially. Yeah. That's they, a they need, no one can get behind behind them. Yeah, I got, I got a little lost there. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, in the slot, though, you know you have a safety behind you. It, it yeah. changes how you can play, how aggressive you can be. It's a different game. Yeah, yeah and I think uh, – uh, the corners will be busy despite the quarterbacks sucking because, those, like we said, they have quality receivers uh, that do run good routes. And if their quarterbacks can somehow find a way to put the ball on them, they can make stuff happen with yards after the catch. Yeah. Um, and are all Kadarius Tony still fast? Yeah, still no fast. Question. Still, still gonna get like the jet sweep plays, <laughs> the the bubble screens and bullshit, all that stuff that. Uh, there's like three air yards on the pass, like, you know, the screen passes and all the short stuff. They're not going to be trying to, uh, to throw much into traffic, but if, and when they do, Oh, Tony is questionable for this weekend. Yeah. Too. And as we learned and got burned last week or probably the week before, um, an injury report that we give you today means nothing. Uh, players will enter the protocols at some point between now and Sunday or someone will get hurt or something will change. So it's just like there there is a point when someone is coming back from an injury, but when people are up in the air, it's just like a lot of a lot of this stuff is getting dropped on us like an hour or two before yeah. the game. Like, what was it, Tyler Huntley? They got less than 24 hours notice, I think it was, that they yeah. were like not going to be able to play. So Josh Johnson or whatever had to – Start. Yeah, the Wikipedia quarterback, bro. Every team in the history of football, bro. Yeah, I mean, I played. Like, I played a season with him in arena. No, I'm just kidding. Fucking <laughs> 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 Josh. Oh man, yeah. There's, he plays there's, well though in those spot starts. I think he had almost 300 yards last week. Yeah, it's, he's like the Josh McCown to me. Like Josh McCown would be like that guy just. Steps in. I know he was actually pretty decent with the Bears for that one season, too. But he was always kind of that dude that was like 40 years old. I don't even know how old he was at the time. But, like, steps in there, just a random one-off game. And, like, okay, Josh McCown put up some decent numbers today. Some math. Hey, so, have you all ever watched uh, the Amazon Prime All or Nothing show? Yeah. That the So, it's a it's basically like hard knocks 
but it was just a full season with the team, like hard the new Hard Knocks is. And they followed the Eagles in that last year where Josh McCown was with them. And the final episode of Josh McCown's chance in the playoff game is some of the best TV I've ever seen in my life. It just, like, you're going to cry if you watch it. It's incredible. Dude, yeah, they have uh, they have quite a few teams. I've watched, like, the Rams one. They show you yeah. like, when Fisher gets canned. That was kind of that was kind of tough. Like, Johnny yeah. Hacker's, Johnny mm-hmm. Hacker's, like, crying in the meeting room yeah. and stuff. But, yeah. Um, I'll have to check that out. I actually haven't seen that. Over it's, under. So, if you don't want to watch the whole show, just go to the last episode. Like, you yeah. don't need to watch the whole thing. Just go to the last episode, watch Josh McCown, leave it all out on the field, and then cry. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. All right. So, uh, prop bet for the end of the season slash offseason, over under uh, Bears players seen on, on Instagram or Twitter uh, crying when Matt Nagy is announced fired. Oh, God. I'm going to say under. Over under 0.5. Oh, point five. under. We'll, 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 David David Montgomery will say something. He won't cry, though, but I, it's like a half then. Who has just been brown nose in that freezer burn forehead motherfucker for the last three years? Maybe Ryan Nall. Maybe Ryan Nall. Like you gave me a chance. Yeah. Put me on special teams and I'll be the fourth string running back. I don't care, coach. Oh, my God. All right. So I know I think- we'll see. We, we, I wish, I shouldn't say that. No, I wish we'd see Nick Foles say, speak his mind about Nagy after it happened because that'd be great. But. I want a Nick Foles documentary, like tell all, yeah. like what's going on. I 100% believe, like, Nick, Nick Foles is like actually off the field. I think he's just really a good dude, but oh, very. I, so I don't know if he'll actually open up the way that we want him to open up, but I do believe he'll be honest about it once he's done with the yeah. papers. I think he'll yeah. say. He's going to speak his mind at some point. Yeah. Well, I, I think most of these players actually like Nagy the person. I don't think they like what he does as a coach and his logic and his decisions, but I think they do appreciate like, him as an individual. The, yeah, sec- exactly. the second they get to Soldier on Sunday, they're like, this fucking guy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as, soon as, they, as soon as their feet hit the, hit the ankle grass. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. All right, so so for this week, uh, Joey, we'll start with you. Who uh, who are your key players on offense and defense, and then score prediction? I mean, it's tough to say because we don't even really know who's at quarterback for the Bears this week. It sounds like yeah, it, we'll go we'll go non quarterback. We can know because we have no idea who's playing. Man, Tyler what? Bray on Sunday. <sighs> Tyler Bray, goddamn. Um, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say, like, I'm gonna give it to. Uh, on linemen, I guess. I, first of all, I hope Borum's in there, but I'm going to say I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, Tevin Jenkins. I think he, he needs to be big in this game. Yeah. And maybe he has, looked, he has looked pretty bad. Uh, not like all in blocking, but like the disciplinary stuff. And I'm not just talking about the one instance. Like he's just done some jag bag type Yeah, stuff. he's done stupid stuff, made dumb penalties. And I mean – you like to see that he has some fire, like against the, the the Vikings, where he's sticking up for his quarterback and stuff like that. You like to see stuff like that, but at the same time, you got to play better too. So I I want to see it, and you know now after a few games under his belt or a couple games under his belt, maybe we see that here. So 
I think, you know, you got to slow down their offense or their defensive line, their defensive seven, front seven, like Quentin was talking about earlier. And Tevin Jenkins is going to have to be big in this game. So I'm going to go with him on the offensive side of the ball. Um, defensive side of the ball, I, they don't have really too many, like, healthy weapons. But if Kadarius Tony is healthy, I think I would consider that a pretty big weapon uh, speed-wise, obviously. I mean – I don't know, man. I, I, I want to get away from Robert Quinn, but and I also just really want him to get his sack, single season sack number there. So I'm going to go with Robert Quinn and I'll let you guys go ahead and I hope you guys say the other guy that I'm thinking about, but I'm well, going to go just, with Robert Just know there's some old man yelling at the single cloud in the Chicago sky right now about how Robert Quinn's going to get the record because there is an extra game. Oh, it's like it's going to be an asterisk thing or something. Like, oh, it's the steroid though, era or even whatever. Even though he's going to get it in game number 16, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It, it still doesn't matter to these people. If he gets it in game 16, it 100% counts. And then yeah, score, absolutely. Score, score prediction. Score prediction, I will go with uh, – I kind of said it earlier. I think 24 to 13. I know that total is at 37, so do not bet the over until it's at 36 and a half. And even then, probably just stay the fuck away from it and just bet the bear spread. Pound pound the weird guys on our team touchdowns. Pound the Jesse James. Pound the Jesper Horstead. Pound all the random dudes that are going to be like super plus odds because it's going to get weird out there on Sunday. It's going to get weird. It's going to get weird, baby. And we're getting a W. Responsibly. Responsibly. But. <laughs> Quentin, for you, uh, your players of the game or key players to this game, and then uh, your score prediction. So on offense, it I got to, I had two that came to mind. Um, it was either Tevin Jenkins or James Daniels in my mind. So you already went over Tevin, so I'm just going to take Daniels. That interior D line is heavy. They're mean. On the kneecap biting power rankings, you got Dan Campbell. And then you got Joe Judge right behind him. He has these guys feisty always. Um, so you got you got to stop that interior pressure. You got to open up the running lanes against them. Those guys are nasty in the middle for New York. And James Daniels needs to set a tone there. Uh, the entire interior line does, but Daniels is just the guy who I trust the most to do it. Um, on defense, man, I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with Travis Gibson. I want to see him setting the edge against Saquon. I want to see him make it, like making those tackles for loss on him. Um, and I want to see him get after the quarterback. I mean, I, Quinn is a great answer here. I think Quinn is going to do his thing out there. But I want to see Travis right behind him every time, right next to him and clean it up when, when Quinn doesn't get it. And then first score prediction? I'm going to go with... Bears 19, Giants 11, with a safety somewhere in there. Some scoregami and nice, yeah. ugly, ugly score. Yeah. For oh, it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. It sound like scoregami. <laughs> An ugly game between two just terrible football teams. Yeah. Oh, don't say anything. No one mentioned a lot. A lot. Shut up. <laughs> so, for me, um, you see the shirt. You see the shirt. Notre Dame's got their bowl game this weekend. Our tight end went to the to the University of Notre Dame, and I think we're going to get 100 yards out of Colcomet and a touchdown. 100. Honcho. They are – Big day. Because they – well, okay, weather permitting. If it's really shit boxy out, we'll, we'll lower it to 75. But 
regardless of who's in at quarterback, they can really set Cole Komet up nicely for next season, these last two weeks by, by just feed him, you know, touches because he's done great things this season as much as, uh, D3 safeties on Twitter will have you not feel that he has done. Cole Komet is a good tight end in this league, and he will continue to get better. And I think he has kind of like his his marquee performance of the season this Sunday against the Giants. And then on the defensive side of the ball, I want to see a pick six, and I'm going to call my shot and say it's going to come from Eddie Jackson. I haven't seen one from him all year. Um it would be electric. It would, I mean, in a, meaning, see it. in a meaningless time, so you can't really, like, shut all the naysayers up at, at that time with the interception. But I think, like, there are going to be quite a few sitting ducks out there with, with Glennon and with Fromm or whoever. You know, like you, you guys had mentioned, they're going to probably play both of them. Weird. Joe Judge will probably be wearing jean shorts on Sunday. <laughs> and, you know, and new balances. Like, like the ones with the little in, insane clown posse, like, you know, thing on the side. <laughs> Those type of jean shorts. Like, <laughs> like capri, the capri cuts, bro. And um, for my score prediction, like I said, like I think we all agreed, like the Bears are going to cover this spread. I have the Bears winning this one 24 to 10. Um, one touchdown, one field goal, I think, like, is right about what this, this offense will produce against our defense. I just don't think they have enough uh, going for them in the passing game to to not be too predictable. I think they're going to be a very predictable offense on uh, Sunday. And as long as we can bottle up Saquon, which he hasn't been, you know, the Saquon that everyone thought that he would be, I think this is an opportunity for us to have a little bit of fun and who knows? They could maybe they even win by more than fourteen. What a pleasure that would be! Um, and back to my point earlier, the most points we've scored in a game is thirty. So thirty-one would be the high for this year. Kind of sad, but it is what it is. Side Very note: Didn't uh, Roquan Smith have two picks against Mike Lennon last year? Take one to for six or almost six. I believe it. I could see that happening again. Because Glennon was with the Raiders last year, right? No. Jags, I think. Oh, the yeah. Jags. Yeah, he was the Raiders year before. Yeah. I I was going to say, so he wasn't my defensive player because I wanted it to be Robert Quinn. Yeah. I was going to say uh, Thomas Graham, though. I kind of mentioned him earlier. I was going to say maybe he gets a pick six here. So yeah. I'll kind of – I'm going to throw that out there, too. We might be in, a, like, a pick six war here between – Someone – Someone's getting it. I think uh, the safest thing to do is, you know, when you wake up on Sunday and after you have your your morning coffee and you fill the bowl, just sprinkle ten bucks on any time defensive touchdown. I, I think it's uh, I think it's a solid bet. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of what the number is, like anything like plus five hundred or even lower than plus five hundred, like that is a very solid bet for this Sunday. And and the defensive special teams touchdown. I think I don't know if they yeah, all that's what it is, yeah. It's all defensive special teams. If you get yeah. a punter or a kick return, that counts too. Right. That's yeah, yeah exactly. So, get so last week they had at least two interceptable passes and two fumbles, the Giants. And I think twenty five percent of their targets went to running backs, which would bode well for Roquan. Yeah, and it's like Playing a team like that, we're going to have our opportunities to make plays on the football. 
It's just, uh, can the Jimmies and Joes beat the Joe Judge X's and O's? And that's my beat down on a PO of the episode. <laughs> I like boys, it. Boys, do you have any wrap-up thoughts uh, before we send this one off into to Bears minus six to the moon? Quinn? No, I don't think so. Just uh, go Bears, and if they lose this game, I'll – I don't know. All hope is lost because they they have no business losing this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I don't really have any wrap up thoughts either. I just want to see a, a victory. Uh, a lap kind of pointed out in the comments too. Could be uh, Matt Nagy's last home game as Bears head coach. Doesn't mean shit to me because he didn't do anything in this era. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that is a good point. A lap, and I I don't know, man. I just want to see a victory, and I want to go to bed. So bear down, and yeah. There will be there will be no Nagy suck fest. He might be the first person to like get his own fire Nagy chant like at his going away party. But yeah, uh as much as we hate the guy, super competitive, uh probably the guy who was, you know, dunking or, or spiking the ball in girls' faces in like middle school, like in volleyball and shit, like just absolutely wants to win at any you know, at all means. And uh I think no matter which way you, you look at it, the Bears are going to win this game on Sunday. Um, we'll be back. I don't. I mean, I don't think we have anything going crazy. We'll probably be back Sunday uh, to recap. Hopefully, another Bears victory, and then too, like I said, uh, stay tuned to what these guys are posting. Not as much me because, like, these guys actually put the time and and the numbers and the the thought behind it. I. I'm a, I'm a dart thrower, and I throw good darts sometimes, but these guys uh, take the time to do a little bit more analytical research behind their picks and a lot of prop bets, too, on uh, Sunday. Um, opportunity to make some money, opportunity for us to have some fun, and the opportunity, like we said at the top of the episode, Joey, for us to go streaking. Uh, I think the, <laughs> the, gift, the gift for the episode, we're going to have to pinata farm uh, Matt Nagy over Will Ferrell in old school. If we, end up, if we end up winning this game. So, um, and then two, it's like two, if you win two in a row going into the Vikings, throw us down to beat the Vikings too. Cause the Vikings are in a similar situation, but worse. Cause they actually thought they were going to get to the playoffs and they until last week had a good chance to do it. So they're in shambles and uh, ain't no reason why we can't win three games to, to finish this season out. But uh, if you were joined, if you joined us here on the live stream, we really do appreciate you for joining us. If you're just getting to this uh, Saturday or Sunday morning on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we appreciate you as well. But I'm your host Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at bdon300. You can follow my co-host Joey Ricotta at the Riot 326, as well as Quentin at Buttkiss Stats. Uh, like I said, we'll be back with you guys on Sunday. We are Bears on Tap, and that is also our handle on Twitter. We got nothing else for you guys. And bear down. Bear down. Adios.